podcast episode 10 hot diggity man man that was a struggle it was a bit yeah <laughs> see what you time guys you, don't get to see this you got here the back side of this the back side you don't get to oh, see well, our back starting off on fire What's at that? least not yet they're not seeing our backsides not yet. but i mean you got here like a little bit after eight, it's 10 30 yeah yeah we're just getting rolling struggling with all kinds of technical issues that i've been trying to overcome and it's just like a, I run into another one. Well, that's it. You know, we're dealing with uh, all different aspects of technology, whether it be laptops and hardware and software and yeah. microphones and cameras. And yeah, sometimes they just get an attitude. Yeah. And I mean, the the biggest thing right now is to, I just want to make it clear that I'm sort of in a transition period in my life. <laughs> Lucky you caught me in a transitional period of my life. A little Pulp Fiction. Yeah, right. Good stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't edit on my MacBook anymore. This MacBook is from 2011. Yeah. And I've it's edited... Been around a minute or two. Yeah, and I've edited some serious videos on it, some large files, yeah. and it's just... It's not the... It, it's just full. It's full of stuff. Well, that's it. It, it just I, really gets hard to render stuff down yeah. and get it to output. And it's yeah. at the point, like, I've I've taken everything off of it, and it's just slowing down. Well, it's Like yeah, an old dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, that's it. Uh, you were just showing me your new toy uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Nice little investment you made in, uh, in the future of the Sons of the Hunt. So. That's that's huge. I, I just kind of I jumped in on that one. iMac Pro, man. Yes. Yeah. 27-inch monitor. That thing is... It's pretty tits, what, dude. What do you what do you even consider like the top of the line car anymore? You can't even say it's like the Ferrari. No, I don't know. Is it the Tesla? It's real blurry, yeah. Yeah, Tesla's the Tesla like it depends the coolest who you thing ask, now. I guess. I yeah. mean, some guy's gonna say Tesla, another dude's gonna say a sixty nine Camaro candy apple red, you know. So sure. Well it's the most powerful computer out there right yeah, now. It's pretty badass. I don't think I, I don't know anyone that has any Dude, I couldn't believe the sound fast. that was coming out of that because you don't have any Huge. external speakers. Nope. I was blown away. That, that thing is about that thick, too. Yeah. It, it's insane. It's heavy. Technology, man. You got to love it. It is. It's it's mind-blowing. But that thing is a machine. Yeah. So I just had to get used to that, transition some files and, and uh, my programs onto the there. The software and, transitioned over, yeah. And I, I think I should be able to you know bang out videos a lot quicker. So, well, that's it. It's going to make it a lot easier and smoother when you when you edit. I mean, I don't know yeah. if anybody out there, if you guys, anybody edits video, but when you're working on a subpar machine, I mean, I have a decent computer, but it's still, you know, a lot of those editing software programs are very power hungry mm-hmm. and they draw a lot of juice. So if you so much as even add an effect or a transition or yeah. something to your video, it just slows it down. It gets yeah. real sketchy. So it's hard to be on point. You do an opacity fade. Stuff. Yeah. And it just destroys the yeah. whole clip <laughs> then you throw it's a, like a, a, oh, re-render yeah it's tough it's tough but you know it's not like we're rolling in dough over here man no, to be able no. to put out i mean buy just... like these super killer machines that we can edit on i mean 
We're just a couple of working stiffs. Yeah, that's it. Trying to bring you guys some decent content. Yeah. It ain't always easy. It ain't always pretty. Nope. And but it sure as hell is fun. <laughs> the next investment is in some audio technology, I yeah. think. I think yeah, that's it. I think that's where it goes. Hardcore research on that too, so. But also, I know I've been saying this for a while as well. Uh, I've been working on some other things, some external things that are going to be good. And I think it's all going to kind of come to a head probably like August, September, like right around archery season. All right. Release all this yeah, yeah. good stuff to the world. Nice. Yeah, something to look forward to. Yeah. But in the meantime, you know, we're going to do our thing and try to keep recording podcasts. Excuse me, on this, on this computer, if it if it makes it through, this is like our, our backup MacBook that's also full. Yeah. Yeah. We, we filled there. the cloud. Indeed. Indeed. I thought, it's about to rain up in here. I thought clouds were endless. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why it's raining in Pennsylvania so much lately. <laughs> so, like, that's empty, on you, dude. <laughs> empty the cloud, dude. Mark's screwing up the clouds, man. It's getting straight up biblical around here, man, with this rain. It's crazy. I mean, not just here. I mean, it I was can, like the end of days up on top of this hill the other day. <laughs> I know, man. I it was bright as hell out there. And a complete torrential downpour, like 40, 50 mile an hour gusts, just trees like bending down. Mm. It was insane. Yeah, so you got a tree down in the yard. Yeah, but other than that, we lucked out. We never lost power, never blinked. Uh my uh a lot of people know what i do for a living didn't have any effect on that which yeah. was good phone didn't ring so lucked out yeah, uh, yeah i know some people in the area not not so much but that's unfortunate yeah yeah there's some people still trying to recover i mean we had some serious tornadoes come through the area and uh and mess up some stuff uh, on some people yeah I just, did you see the the video of the hail up at lake winola crazy it was like asteroids coming yeah. out. Like, can you imagine getting pelted in the head with like a tennis ball sized hail. I know, right? It would knock you out. Well, just for reference, I mean, it was uh, Memorial Day, right after Memorial Day weekend when these storms hit. Mm-hmm. So everybody put their boats on the lake. And then we got this massive hailstorm of golf ball to tennis ball sized chunks of ice raining down on everybody's boats in the lake and yeah. just destroyed everything. Made a mess of their cars. Hailstorm. Yeah. What a mess. Lizzie Hale. Lizzie Hale. Yeah. Man. It's a great band. Yeah. Great band. One of the, the, the leaders in uh, Chick Singer metal bands. Oh, for sure. For sure. Boy, that turned on a dime, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, as soon as you said Hailstorm, like, that's right where my mind goes. Mm-hmm. Lizzie Hill. Don't hate her. But, um, yeah, it's been pretty uh, nutty. It's been pretty nutty. All but, kinds uh, of stuff going on, too. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, turkey season is ending. And craziest thing. So... One of those nice gobblers has been hanging around the house for the last like two weeks. And I've, it's been so frequent that like I kind of just went soft on it. And yeah. I was like, I could have stepped outside my back door with a shotgun and just blasted him like right, several right. times. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Right, right. One time I had him, he was further down like the property and I knew where he was going to go. They were going to head back all the way past the house and then get up behind the woods in that little piece back there. Mm-hmm. So I set up right on the stone wall. And I had him at like 55 yards. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, I, I want that right moment. Yeah. The the second tag for me is more about <laughs> the planets aligning. Yep. You know, it has yep, to be yep, perfect. Yep. I'm not going to screw something up. So uh, 
That was about as close as I got until today. I was sitting in the kitchen. All of a sudden, I hear a hen start going nuts. And I'm in the house, and the windows were closed, doors were closed, and it was loud enough that I could hear it. So I, I walk over to the screen door, like the front door, and she's right across the driveway up in the woods, like going nuts. So I, I threw a call in. I start calling back to her, and we start getting into it mm-hmm. in the house through the screen door. <laughs> she starts going nuts. And as we're going back and forth, and I'm trying to, you know, just beat her out and like one up her every time, all of a sudden the gobbler goes off. And How about like, that? I was like, wow. I was like, okay. And I could hear where he, he was. He was right in line back further in the woods. So I ran downstairs, undressed, grabbed whatever camo I had, threw my boots on. I, I, I All I could find were my, my Arctic muck boots. <laughs> so I'm wearing Arctic muck boots and, and merino wool out there. Like, I, I don't know where the rest of my stuff, I think there it's right. up in my hamper or whatever. Oh, boy. It was hot. I was getting destroyed by mosquitoes. But I had him come to probably about 50 yards. I called him in, and he was just over a knoll. And he was right there. He was hammering, hammering, hammering. And I could not get him to break that knoll, and he kind of started moving away a little bit. So I said, all I need to do is just a little bit of a readjustment here. Got him. I moved. I did like a little 30-yard circle, called. He called right back, and I heard him pretty much turn around because all of a sudden he was louder. Yeah. He's coming. Hangs up again. So I was like, all right, one more time. I moved maybe another 10 yards. This might be it. I moved and I looked up and I could see his head and he didn't see me, but he just started calling again. The hen started clucking just kind of over the hill. Boom. Right there. That's, uh, but that's the thing. It's been him and like six hens hanging around. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's it's impossible. I I actually, somehow I screwed up and I put last weekend on my calendar for the end of turkey season. I thought the same thing. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, it was, it was Tuesday after Memorial Day. So I'm like, you know, at work, like dragging at work, like, oh, geez. I start seeing people posting turkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, that's, how, that's happened like, to me too. Same I thing. I was like, you guys are in trouble. They goes Hunter Wallace and his dad were posting stuff. Uh, and then the I should have known. As soon as they're posting, like, uh, they know the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I... Uh, I looked it up and yeah, sure enough, it went till today. Yep, I screwed up somewhere. I would probably try to get out another day, but you know, it's I was I'm cool with the way my season went, man. I mean, I was there, you know, got my my uh, oldest son got a bird this year with the crossbow, no less. So that was that was exciting, and I got to go with you on a hunt, and uh, mm-hmm. that was really cool. I uh, got a it was bird. A good that t- day. It was a good turkey season. Absolutely, I I'm not. It's definitely not a, a you know a fail by any means. I mean, I had a great season, so I wouldn't change a thing with it, but. You know, if I uh, if if I had another day, I'd probably go out driving my car around back roads trying to run one over at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten to that point. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I feel like I enjoyed wild turkey so many different ways this year. You know what I mean? How about it? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The, like the. I'm telling you, man, we got to do something with that leg meat recipe. Oh, that's it's gotta, that's. It's got to yeah. get out there because that's. That changes the game for me. Right? How yep. about it? Yeah, it's it's, just, it's uh, not just for pot pie anymore, folks. <laughs> no, man. You can really do some stuff. The taco thing was kind of like a last-minute thing that really hit the mark. And I'll tell you what. There was no better time to debut that than like 
super late at night at, like, know, right? at one of these ragers, yeah, which is what we did. And we mm-hmm. made a bunch of quesadillas. Made a bunch of believers out of some non-hunters. Yeah. That's for that, sure. That's where we got the, 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 the phrase, you know, there's Taco Bell just walking around the woods. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if I should be insulted or not when they're like, this is better than Taco Bell. I'm like, um, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Yeah. I mean, Taco Bell's that's good. Compliment. Taco Bell has its place. You know? Indeed, it does. Indeed, it does. Usually, it's in uh, the late, the, the third week of April. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I got you. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, yeah, no, that was a good night. People were kind of hesitant. They're like, oh, "That was a wild turkey." I don't know. And then we were making little quesadillas and stuff yeah. like that. With Just it. ripping and, out uh, quesadilla after quesadilla, cutting yeah, them up, and, and it couldn't make them fast enough at one point. No, that, it was awesome. Yeah, we so that's a, that was a winner. That was a yeah. winner. That. We got to do more with that. Oh yeah. Well, that's gotta the thing. You know, a lot of guys do don't. Uh, a lot of guys don't really get into the, the leg and thigh meat on the turkey because it is. It's tough. Yeah. You can't throw that on a grill. It just toughens up. You yeah. try to, you know, fry it or whatever. It toughens up. Even if you try to cut it off the bone, it's uh, it's brutal. So, yeah. I mean, the best thing that I always thought you could do with it is either you know, boil it, dice it up, throw it yeah. in pot pie. Yep. Boil it, throw it in soup. You got to go long with it. You know, you yeah. got to braise that bad boy. Yeah. Break but, it down. Man, the slow cooker and the, the taco seasoning, just let that fall apart. It's perfect taco meat. Yeah, it's man, it was like pulled pork. It was great. So good. Yeah, good stuff. So there you go, folks. There's your pro tip for the week. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> Don't throw them legs and thighs away, man. Hold never, on to them. I mean, we never threw them away, but, I mean, the last couple of birds that I shot, I'm not a big pot pie guy. Yeah. Pot pie guy. Yeah. Uh, but my dad is, loves it. Sure. So it was just like, you want these legs? I did the same thing with you. I was like, yeah. I was like, take these legs. Yep. And return the next day. <laughs> you could, you could catch these legs. <laughs> yeah. And, and now, no way. Yeah. I, I, I never thought, I don't know why, just never dawned on me. Throw them in a slow cooker. Yeah. Yeah. It worked great, man. Crock pot's an amazing little uh, kitchen tool. And you throw some barbecue sauce in there, like pulled turkey legs. Oh, yeah. The possibilities are endless. I'm telling you, man. You can get into some citrusy stuff, some barbecue stuff, (sighs) the Mexican stuff, the Latino stuff. Uh, I'm a big fan of pork carnitas. Yeah. I'd love to do some turkey carnitas, you know, with some citrus, some lime, and some brown sugar, brown them up under the broiler. Hell yeah, man. I wonder if we've ever done a podcast that we didn't talk about food. Probably not. I don't think uh, so maybe, either. Maybe, maybe. But don't I know. think that that's... But we got a couple two tree to go back through to find out. <laughs> I yeah. I, I don't know if I got that kind of time. No. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that, Georgia Brown. But other than that, we've uh, cracked up a couple tasty brews. Yep. Just like just you know, like we always do. Yeah. First, uh, first half of the podcast, we usually are, are drinking something. And yeah. uh, it usually flies under the radar. Yeah. But this is an interesting one, man. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll talk about it more. We, uh, Bridge and I took a little beercation over Memorial Day yeah. weekend up to New York, and we hit a couple of our the breweries we've been looking forward to going to, which was amazing. We had a great time. I filmed a lot of it. Yeah, it looked like you had fun. Oh, it was so much fun. I'm telling you, you had like a, a mortgage payment worth of beer on your counter. If anybody follows the social media there, you'd have seen it. I want to talk about it. <laughs> I'll talk about the beer, right? But <laughs> that part, uh, you know, it, it gets away from you. you. You know, the purse strings loosen up <laughs> when you're at a brewery for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. But why. actually, we were able to secure a little Sloop Brewing Company beer that 
uh, not available here. I've never seen it. Well, um, that's it. It's been an invasive uh, name in yep. this market. The cloud jumper. Mm-hmm. And with, it's got a frog jumping over a cloud. Yeah, how appropriate is that <laughs> with the I, way the, the weather's been lately? <laughs> true. Drinking some cloud jumper uh, New England-style IPA. I don't even know what's going on with it. It, it. it says no boil hops, and it's like... It's citrusy, but it's like like lemony citrusy, like almost yeah. bitter citrusy. Yeah, it's 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 hard to put your finger on. There's definitely a flavor there that I just can't figure out. I don't want to say grassy, but it's like a, no, it's a almost a like a grassy. lemon grass. Maybe would be a good description go. of it. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Not bad at all. It's I, I wouldn't say it tops the list, but it's it's no one of those that just it hits the mark. I mean, we're just getting warmed up here, you know. Yeah. So it's a definitely a good one to kind of uh, kick off episode 10 with for sure. Yeah. We we need to start making a list of things because we're jumping from one thing to another here. Yeah, well, that's just kind of our forte. I mean, we, we've, we've got all kinds of controversial topics going on right now with the the good old PGC. Yeah, yeah. They're taking a little bit of heat again as usual. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody, <laughs> well, by the time this comes I mean, out, it's probably going to be more, uh, common knowledge than it is right now. No, but I'll, bang, I'll bang this one out quick. I, I promise. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try. As, as far as the technology will let me, I'll, I'll get it out. Cause I've got the next one right on deck. I'm, I'm probably going to get it out tomorrow, but I'll put this one together right quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on right now and, uh, as many of you know, Mark and I are big supporters of the Pennsylvania Game Commission, but they are not perfect by any means, uh, you know. But and there's uh, the, the whole thing came out about the the big audit story that's yeah. kind of floating around right now. Um, but yeah, you know, it's so from a very pulled back perspective. Oh, well, I guess let's summarize first what happened. Yeah, yeah. So so the audit came out the 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 initial report. They're <laughs> they found. 72 million yeah essentially extra dollars pretty much yeah and obviously there's some poor accounting going on there agreed it's sloppy somebody failed miserably but at the same time it you know anybody who works in any business just think about the different moving parts of that business yeah you know, you might have a mason who can lay a beautiful brick wall that doesn't do their own accounting. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? So, I mean, from that perspective, think about it that way. This shouldn't be connected to the biological decisions that they're making or anything even in that realm. The number of tags, CWD, any of that, totally disconnected. This is... An accounting error. Well, probably multiple well, errors. Yeah, I, I mean, and again, I don't know how how uh, I, we don't want to throw the the term error around loosely. Well, loosey, yeah, I mean, it's it, it really. I I would agree with you there, though. Yeah, um, I mean, I you can't look at it. I, I don't know. I don't want to. Objectively isn't the right word. Like you should look at it objectively. Right, right. Because, <laughs> just. I don't know. It, it's it's hard to explain it because there's definitely a full-on accounting department that has nothing to do with what whoever's listening to this is interested in. Oh, of course. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it, it's you know what def- I mean? yeah. There's definitely a, 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 
miscommunication for that's putting it lightly somewhere. Uh, but I mean, nonetheless, I mean, it, I don't see it as a terribly bad thing to have a surplus. Now that's a pretty big surplus, but when well, you think about it, $73 million isn't all that much money when you're talking about uh, throughout the a whole state, state agency that now I just had this conversation yesterday with a good friend of mine who um, is not in hunting. He's not an outdoors kind of guy. And we just got, got under the topic a little bit. And I started to explain to him that, you know, the Pennsylvania Game Commission, as, as well as many other fishing game, you know, agencies out there, they're technically a government agency, but they're fun, they're self-funded. Right. So they don't really get taxpayer dollars outside of like Pittman-Robertson funds that is, that's a tax set aside specifically for hunting and conservation that comes from hunting and conservation topics. Or, or I'm sorry, sales. You know what I mean? So Pittman-Robertson... Google it, it'll explain a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so between license fees, the Pittman-Robertson uh, funds, um, stuff like that, offshore drilling has, there's a, money coming from the offshore drilling stuff. Uh, there's a lot of money that comes in to fund the Pennsylvania Game Commission, as well as, like I said, other agencies. Uh, but it's not funded by taxpayer dollars. Right. So it's a very unique situation to be in. So... Um, to, for, uh, to have that kind of surplus, you don't know what you're looking at from one year to the next. That's why people who don't have kids still pay school taxes. Right. Because it's a lot easier because you may have a bunch of people, 60% of your uh, constituents might have kids. So if you only taxed school tax on people who had children, well, what if 20% of that 60% graduated True. in one year? Right. Well, now you've got a lot of people whose school taxes are going to skyrocket because you're only charging kids with people with kids. Right. So you can't do it that way. So to have that kind of money, $72 million, really isn't all that much money when you consider what the Game Commission has to budget annually, which I don't know the exact number, so I'm not no. going to speculate. But uh, when you when you look at everything that they have their kind of hands in with uh, – the timbering and the, the leasing of property and uh, the game lands and keeping up with the just the shooting ranges. I mean, there's a lot that they have their hands in. Right. So $73 million, it seems like a lot of money to me or you or the, the average sure. person who's you know perusing Facebook. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about a state agency that's responsible for the entire state of Pennsylvania's wildlife, not only just hunting species, game species, but non-huntable species, non-game species, um, that's not a lot of money. So my question is, how would you feel if you this audit came out and there's 73 mil in the hole? Huh. I mean, there's already people accusing internal members of the, of the game commission of, of like funneling money into like yeah. personal accounts. And it's like, okay. I mean, it's a shot in the dark. Yeah. Is it happening? I don't know. Maybe. Well, that's the thing. But. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this came out with extra money. Yeah. You're a surplus. And so, listen, the, the, the Game Commission has been lobbying through Hunters United for Sunday Hunting. They've been lobbying for the Game Commission to get control from the legislation mm -hmm. on to set the uh, days of the week. Um, they, they can set a lot of stuff to Game Commission. They can set bag limits. They can set all that stuff. But they can't control. Um, I, 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 again, I'm not 100% certain on whether or not they control the fees. But they cannot control the days of the week that we hunt. So the whole Sunday hunting thing, that's a legislation issue, not a game commission issue. So they want control of that. So if you're asking for control, 
you better expect something like this to be coming down the pipeline. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, if they went and audited PennDOT, oh, if they went and audited can you uh, can you imagine Oh my God. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not throwing any accusations out there. I'm just saying that if they audited every branch of these government agencies, just like they did with the with Pennsylvania Game Commission, and made that public, what we what would we find? Yeah, I don't. And I know. I think it was just today. Um, they announced a further investigation is going to happen. For, mm-hmm. They're going to further audit them, and uh, I don't know. Maybe for a little bit of perspective. At my job, I was recently, well, somewhat recently, audited by OSHA. And that OSHA audit took like six to eight months yeah. to complete from beginning to end. And, I mean, what I am in control of is not a, a huge operation. You know, mm-hmm. it's sizable. But this, this is going to take years. Yeah. Well, and, and that's I would thing. think. I would I would think. Well, I think the whole point of this is, I mean, just just based on the the blowback on social media that we've been seeing yeah. since this came out, and it's not been out long. I mean, this is like a day or two that this has been a hot topic. Yeah. Um, but you know, reel it in a little bit. Let these let the professionals do their job. Now, again, if you read the article, not just the headline, you'll see that they were very, you know, the game commission cooperated fully. I mean, we're even yeah. ahead of the game in submitting anything that they needed for the audit. Um, all the recommendations that were made by the auditor have been uh, taken seriously. They're implementing all the suggestions. Every one of the suggestions that were made, they're implementing. So it's not like uh, they're trying to hide anything. Like, oh, wow, okay. I'm not trying to say they didn't screw up. Yeah. Right? There were definitely some, some, some mistakes made, yeah. obviously, but nothing like... There's certain, a, certain degrees of incompetence. Well, yeah, but I mean, it all depends on you know where where the finger gets pointed. But again, as a side note, I mean, they're doing a lot of good for the future of our sport. So it's like cut them a little bit of slack. Wait until the the full story comes out. Yeah, and just hold off on the witch hunt for now until yeah. the rest of it comes out. Because I mean, it might just be one inexperienced person that kind of screwed the pooch for yeah. lack of a better I mean, term. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, and I don't know that for sure. So. I'm going to tell a very vague story about um, the medical profession where I, I know somebody that was hired uh, fresh out of school, not experienced enough to be where they, right. where they are. And uh, there were two people that were hired. It, it's, it's hard to tell this in, in vague details. But two people hired, and one of them ended up actually getting fired, and they were hired for jobs that were just, you know, a couple years out of their, their experience yeah. level, you know? And there were there were two ways that it was handled. One of them obviously was fired. The other one looked to find out what they needed to do and find out how they needed to improve. And, I mean, I I don't know. It, it could be the same case. You, you might have it, it's. It could be ju- just inexperienced people in positions that they shouldn't be in. I mean, it, it happens. Absolutely. You know? Nepotism. It, you know, my my uncle worked there. My dad works there. Whatever. I mean, who knows? I mean, again, I'm not making assumptions. We're yeah, just trying yeah, to I get a point we, we across. I guess we shouldn't really do that either. Well, we're just trying to get the point across that yeah. you know, hold off the witch hunt until the full story comes out. To we know what happened. 
because again, they're taking Hopefully, a lot of heat yeah. already over the CWD stuff. I mean, they just postponed a big meeting recently that they were supposed to have mm -hmm. over CWD because, well, in in a wise move, in my opinion, they want to be more prepared for it. You don't want to go into something like that unprepared and look like a, a smacked ass. You know what I mean? Because I didn't know this was going to be live, dude. Oh. What's that? <laughs> you mean something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where you, you, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Wait I'm a not prepared now. for this. Right, right. You, you don't want you, you don't want to come off, um, you know, unprepared for something as important as that. Right. So you know, it, it's just you got to give them a little bit of time to get it figured out. It's not an easy job. I don't envy anybody in the Pennsylvania Game Commission right now. It no. is not a good time to be a part of that organization. No. It doesn't matter which direction you come at it from. Um, but, yeah, man, let's just uh, let's give them a little space, give them a little breathing room, let them figure it out, and uh, and then we'll go from there. Listen, if they screwed up, we're going to be the first one. Well, we'll hear about it. Ones. We'll call them out, though. I mean, it is what yeah. it is because Mark and I are, are you know, we're, we're trying to be a mouthpiece for the people who call this lifestyle home. We're trying to do right by you guys. We're not going to hit it on the mark every time. But if something comes to our attention that we think you guys need to know about, we're going to let you know. Yeah. It, it, we're not looking to get in anybody's pocket. We're not looking to make friends. For the most part, we are always making, looking to make friends, but not at the expense of integrity. True. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it's, it's tough to follow that up. That, that summarized that pretty well. Um, well, that's it. I mean, it. And it just, it, it, I know there's so many snap judgments right now on it, but I mean, from a logical perspective, just really vague and just thinking as logically as possible, all right, it's better that there's a surplus than a deficit. And I think that oh, the, in, the, in yeah. the most black and white sense, let's just go with that now. And see what happens. Agreed. Because I, I don't, there's nothing else we could really do. I mean, there's a lot of people who instantly want to get on social media and sling mud, but it's not the best look. Just try to refrain. That's not, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like like we were saying, $73 million. I mean, it seems like a lot of money to a singular person. Yeah, um, but across but the entire state. When you look at it as a whole, I mean, what what does it cost to, to manage the wildlife programs that they're looking in? What does it cost to fund all the programs for CWD? What is it costing to fund the, uh, you know, the pheasant program? What's yeah. it cost to fund the just the, the annual budget for salary? What's it cost to fund yeah. all hard, these different aspects? Hard to put of those it. numbers in perspective. And that's it. I mean, I didn't do any of that research coming into no, this because honestly, I don't got that kind of time. No, that's you talk about an audit. You know what yeah. I mean? So I mean that that's a that's a personal audit right there. That's you it. You do your own but, kind of audit. I mean, you can look at the waterfowl stamps and see how many people hunted waterfowl a year or two ago, and you can do your own math. You can surmise in your own manner how many pheasant stamps were sold and how yeah. many you know at what cost was what is the pheasant stamp cost and how many people bought them so you can kind of figure out like loosely where this money is kind of coming and going but it's really hard to wrap your head around what an annual budget of that magnitude is going to run you know i mean it might be a a $250 million budget. I, I don't know for sure. I'm just throwing a number out there because I don't know. Um, but so when you're looking at a 250 to $300 million annual budget, I mean, $73 million isn't all that much money. So again, what I'm just saying is, you know, give it a minute. Let's soak in. Let these guys who are doing the work do the work. 
and uh, come out the other side. Okay. So uh, for a little bit of perspective, I, I totally forgot about this. This was just a couple months ago, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the state troopers were audited. Do you remember okay. that? That was like $4.2 billion. That These are just the numbers I'm seeing. Diverted to uh, $4.2 billion diverted from PEDNOT road and bridge repairs to fund state police. Hmm. $4.2 billion. We're talking billion. With not, a B. No, with a B. Ba, 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 ba. So, I mean, I, mean <laughs> I remember when that came out. I don't know what triggered that in my mind to remember that, but have you heard about it since? Do you, do you even remember it? I didn't even know about it. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a very small slice of the pie here. We're and, talking and that's, about. Well, that's a good that's a good point because it, it adds perspective. Because I mean, again, you know, that's that's a lot of money, uh, yeah. especially when you know you have the game commission talking about wanting to increase license fees, yep. and with the pheasant program that chapped a lot of asses, man. When they upped that, when they added a pheasant stamp. Yeah. I mean, that was underneath the small game for the longest time. You yeah. know, that was a migratory bird. No, it wasn't a migratory bird. It was under the small games, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, so you, if you had a license, if you had a small game license, you go and you can hunt pheasants. Now you got to buy a stamp. So people were pretty fired up about that. Um, you know, the waterfowl stamp, that gets more expensive, you know, every couple of years that goes up. Now they're talking about wanting to take control of the license fees. They want to take control of, you know, what days you can and cannot hunt. So when you're asking for that kind of power, you're going to chap a few asses here and there. True. So once that happens, the first you stumble, man, they're going to be on that like white on rice, man. Yeah. So they're they're kind of drawing a little more attention to themselves maybe than they would like, but it's for good reason, in my opinion. Personal opinion, you guys may have a difference of opinion, and if you do, you can email Mark at sonsofthehunt at gmail.com. <laughs> I would love to get an email from yeah. somebody other than, like, I don't know, Sticker Mule. Yeah, right. <laughs> or, like, SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. No, but th- th- that's it, dude. I mean, you know... I, I just I, I implore you guys to give it some time, yeah, uh, and not to jump on the whole crucifixion bandwagon here, uh, which is yeah. a, what we're seeing a lot of. Now, don't get me wrong; there's a lot of people in defense of the game commission, and and in the same flavor. Like, let's see what happens. Like, hey, it's better to have, you know, a surplus than a deficit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's you know, and in in that same breath, they're like you know maybe some accounting tightening up may be in order. You know, there's some people who referenced that. They're accountants, and they sure as hell would have lost their jobs if they screwed this up as bad as it has been, uh, you know, allegedly screwed up. Um, you know, a lot of the offshore drilling money that yeah. came in, uh, that's kind of hasn't really, but they haven't been able to track that apparently. And again, I'm just going off a, a, an article that I read in regard to this. But um, yeah, there's a lot of variables here. Yeah. And I think they need to hash themselves out before we go ahead and speculate what we think happened or should happen or could happen or whatever. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, – everyone wants to immediately jump on any kind of government agency, like whenever there's any kind of controversy. Sure. And you know what? I am a big believer of, you know, think for yourself, question authority, but when you – when I look back at the decisions that have come out 
that have directly affected me made by this agency, I don't, I don't hate them. I, I mostly tend to agree with what's going on. Yeah, I share the same sentiment. And know? but at the same time, you know, there's there's political agendas out there that I completely disagree with, and there's some that I agree with. But logically, from a, trying to be as unbiased as possible, this isn't that big a deal. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think. Again, yet I don't see it as yet. a big deal yet. Yet, yet, yet is a is a key term there, and, and that's for it. Sure. You know, and it, it's interesting. You know, because it, it's it's cool that because you know that there was a lot of um, public voices behind this audit. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of groups and people and individuals who, you know, social media provides a voice to a lot of people, including you and I. And that voice uh, it can be heard by the right people and actions are, are taken. So it's cool that if a lot of people group together and see some kind of inconsistency or they want to challenge something, that they can have an impact that way. I think that's a, it's an incredible thing that we have uh, at our disposal that's a benefit of this whole social media yeah. thing. Um, so. I'm kind of glad the audit happened because it has to. I mean, if you're expecting to be able to take control of such, you know, a, like full control of the hunting and fishing and that type of stuff, especially the hunting, um, you need you need to be make sure that you're on point and you have to be kept in check for the most part by right. the people providing. Because you think the amount of money that goes into the economy as a whole in the United States tops billions. Where would it be? Billions of dollars T. every year. Yeah, that's arguably correct. You, you can argue for trillions. Probably. Um, but, you know, as, as far as like a, a close to the vest estimate, not even an estimate, like a, a proven number, um, it, it's in the billions that is uh, filtered into the economy every year from 5 to 6% of the population, which is minuscule. And that's what my buddy was telling you, the guy I was talking to yesterday. It blew his mind. Yeah. That five to six percent of the country are hunters yeah and that they're pumping billions of dollars a year into the economy so a group as small as we are we're providing an awful lot of a foothold for these guys to do what they need to do so we need to keep them in check yeah you know that's true every chance we can so it's nice that we have the opportunity to, to have a voice that way um but on the same note on the flip side we got to be respectful you know if we call out for and audit, we'll let them do their job. Yep. You know, as soon as the first hint of any kind of weirdness comes out, everyone's like, oh, those dirty bastards. Right. They're filtering money through the yep. mafia. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's ridiculous. The, the stuff you're seeing out there is absolutely absurd. And it's heartbreaking um, to see that, you know, we are 5% of the population. It's probably all going to crossbows. <laughs> damn, damn crossbows. That's what uh, it is. Yeah, but you know, it's 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 disheartening to see the division um, amongst such a small percentage of the of the population. But so that's why we. It's important that you and I do what we do, and it's important that you guys out there who have a whether you agree with this or not, make a statement. You know, yeah. we don't have to agree, but uh, to be able to have the ability to have a voice, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's what it's all about. I'm going to try to turn this around kind of quick and get some kind of little segment out because it be interesting to see what people are, are thinking. And, and I mean, we kind of know. Well, yeah. <laughs> but but, no, but it, it's, 
after they hear this, have, after they hear our take on it, they might still have the same. They may sure. still have the same perceptions. Oh yeah, we're, it might change <laughs> it a little bit. Maybe people go, you know what? We're yeah, not maybe we should anybody. lay off. But <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> but it'd be interesting to see. Listen, if you have a difference of opinion, voice it. Just give us a reason. Yeah. Explain yourself. Don't just be like, you guys are stupid. Yeah. Ring. Well, ring. Tell, fine. If I'm stupid, I'm stupid. But tell me why I'm stupid. Call me up. Yeah. Hook it up. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Give it a call. <laughs> but we're gonna wrap it up there. We're on forty minutes. Nice. Dude, That's we, how we roll anymore, man. <laughs> we That's didn't how we roll. We we're so behind that we just hit record and said, uh, "Let's yeah. just let's just well, see where it, it goes." It, it's been a minute. We've been busy. Yeah. You, know? you know, we love you guys. We love getting this stuff out to you guys. But we gotta, you know, we gotta maintain our lives as well, and it's a bit yeah. of a challenge sometimes. Yeah. So don't worry. We're 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 in the fortifying and building stage. Indeed. And pretty soon it's going to be in the smacking the face I'm telling stage. you, you're going to be sick of us. Yeah. If you're not yet already. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. And then in the second half, we're, we're just a heads up, we're coming at you with beer. It's like 10 and, a, 10 and a half percent beer. Oh, Jesus. I'm yeah. sleeping over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got the beds. So, and you only need one, but. Heard. <laughs> this is going to be good. Indeed. I agree. I'm so excited. All right, we'll see you in a couple. Yeah, I got to talk into this to make the make recording work. thing yeah. work. We're back, the second half of episode 10. How about that, man? Yeah, that's good. We're just into uh <laughs> I was just going to say, we're not halfway through the year. Nope. But we almost are. Almost. It's 11.37 on May 31st. How about that? Oh, yeah, so we're not technically into June yet, so we're getting there. We we could hit twenty this year. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we're definitely gonna hit twenty. That was the goal last year. We kind of fell a little short, but uh, we had our share of challenges last year. Yeah, uh, trying to get this up and running and get, and get get some wheels underneath it. You know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And we did, no doubt. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely hit twenty plus this year. I think. Plus some some other cool shit. Oh, stuff that's coming up. Meh, we're past that at this point. Yeah, I think so. We have. <laughs> My bad. It's like we've got a bowl of stew in front of us. I'm telling you, I'm intrigued. This is my new favorite beer at the moment. No kidding. Okay, Sp- so I didn't know about all that. Yeah. Space Hallucinations by <laughs> Other Half. It's It sounds ridiculous. And you know what? I'm starting to g- get caught up in like all these crazy names of these beers. I know, right? And it's, it's, it's a whole crazy trend. But I mean, look at this. Yeah, that's like... It's like pineapple juice with pulp, if that makes any sense. I mean, that's uh, that's some heavy duty. Thick, and I haven't tried it yet. So, you're on. You, you've 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 gotten into it already. I have not. We had so. to have it on the podcast yeah. because I think out of all the beer that I had when I was up in New York, this is it. Yeah. There's actually one that might have been better. 
but I couldn't get it in cans. Okay. So had to settle for this one. And doesn't sound to me like you're settling at all. No, wait till you try this. <laughs> so said, it's funny part is I'm going to be in Brooklyn on Tuesday. Yeah, you're so going because I'm, I'm going to have to swing the Well, I'll let you know in a minute or two if I'm, I'm swinging sending by, you money. It's a pretty good chance. So it's like drinking. I got so thick. <laughs> Another one of those beers that are deceptive with the smell. There's not a not a strong smell to it. It's a strong taste. There's like so much flavor happening in that beer. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. It's wow. hard. It's hard to describe. There's a lot going on there. It's hard to describe. I'm telling you. But I mean, it's just it says it's, the guy's doing the beer review. <laughs> it is a complex beer. Is there any any indication of any of that? I mean, this can label is a little hallucinogenic if you're yeah. going to go that rate. Jeez, it's like pretty trippy, but is there any indication as to what kind of... Uh, it's an Imperial IPA. Okay. Oat. With oat Imperial cream. oat cream, India pale ale. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. That's a first for me. Yeah. I think that the, the, obviously the oat cream part makes it... Super, like, I don't know, soft, like super creamy. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't want to use the same adjective. Right, right. No, but it, it's, uh, again, adjectives are tough to come by when you're trying to describe this, but it's a kind of a thick beer. Does that make sense? It's Oh, no, definitely, for sure. Man. I mean, get that light out. Does it shine through there? Oh, that's a good question. Let's see what we got. Peak oh, opacity. My little through night pocket light aim it right at the camera there all right that's the low setting medium medium lights the beer up yeah and that's the high oh that'd make a cool night light huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta roll it around so the logo's in the front yo the new uh sons of the hunt uh beer glasses we'll talk about Soon those be available <laughs> yeah it'll get through there it's not like the uh <laughs> i want to do it and all right it's not like the old uh that, that should that stout that we had the uh, Goliath stout that was that stuff was like midnight. I mean, on that, that first setting, evil. like you can see that what that is. Mm-hmm. That does nothing. That doesn't even go through. No, the light setting that lights it up. That pretty lights nice, it up, but, but I mean, this should be a new factor that we should use every beer review is trying to shine a light through it. <laughs> Back at the logo. That's awesome. And that's on high. Now, that's a really bright light and it's coming just, through there. It's definitely not a beam coming through it. Like, I could point this right at the camera. Mm-hmm. It makes a sweet little nightlight. That's crazy. That's that's thick stuff, man. Yeah, so a thick beer, I guess, is the right uh, so way to describe it. So here we go. It, but not Here's, here's bitter, the water quality sure. man coming out. All right, here we go. Turbidity. Turbidity? <laughs> yeah, that's the word. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Turbidity. Mm-hmm. Turbidity. <laughs> Turbidity. This is this That's is the most turbid we, beer. Stay tuned for the Sons of the Hunt uh, t-shirt <laughs> line collection. Turbidity. <laughs> Turbidity. I'm about to brag about my water quality knowledge, and I just go, Turbidity. <laughs> Wait till the guys at the water company hear that. Mm. You're screwed. Rocco's going to be all over you on that one. I got to be made fun of. That's all right, though. That's, what, that's fine. Yeah, that's good stuff. If this beer is worth a, a little bit of uh, humility. Yeah, right? But, I mean, I don't... Mm, I can't even mm. go about, like, 
beginning to describe it. That's the kicker, man. Usually I'm like, ah, it's got like a grapefruit essence or a citrus or, uh, yeah, a guava. The guava's I'm, never going to die. No. But it's it's not bitter. It has a really smooth. And what what's the, uh, the ABV on this? Ten and a half. Holy smokes. A big old ten and a half. That's a big beer, man. It doesn't okay, taste right? that big. Here, here's the description. I did snap a picture of the uh, the draft board while right. I was there. Brewed with oats and lactose, hopped with galaxy, then triple dry hopped with, I'm going to say mosaic galaxy. All right. It's a small little M word. I got you. Well, oh, with mosaic mo- makes more sense. galaxy. Okay. Oh, more galaxy. Okay. Which makes space. See that? Galaxy. Dig it. But, uh, yeah, while I was at Other Half, um, this was one of my favorites. I think this was, was this the first one I tried. No, I tried some kind of triple daydream, something like that, right. which was great. But then I had this, and it was just like. I mean, I'm getting the lactose. I mean, and, and you know, creaminess. I've got to say, man, and since we started this whole project, I have really uh, fine-tuned my uh, yeah. beer vocabulary and my my uh my flavor if you will my flair for different craft beers this is one of the better ones we've had we've had some that were good so the thing is pretty uh it's pretty tits right here man yeah i mean this is like just for the record my wife hates that word she's gonna kill me yeah (laughs) (laughs) well I use it sometimes. Too. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about I mean, actual tits. So it's out there, the so record, let's yeah. just let's just talk about it. <laughs> All right. You know what's a great saying? I, I I use it from time to time. If something is awesome, yeah, that's tits on rice. Tits on rice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going with it. I'm stealing I mean, that. That stay tuned for the Sons of the Hunt T-shirt line. <laughs> I think we just lost our clean rating. Well, let's not tell anybody, and we'll just see if it sticks. God, man, we are like yeah, a quarter into this beer, and we're talking and about uh, tits on rice. Yeah, it's going to be a rough second half, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, so strap in. But I want to talk about the beer. Obviously, it is what it is. It's awesome. Yeah, I don't know what to say. So, I, I'm so trying to here's, figure it out. Here's the one flavor that I take out of this, which mm-hmm. is... <clears throat> excuse me, there's sounds coming out of me. I... Feel like there's like a chocolatey flavor in there, which is weird. Mm. It's a, and it's not. It's like that. Like Give me maybe, a good reason to take another swig of this. <laughs> I don't want to say the word. Don't make me say it. No, don't say it. The F word. Stay away from the F word. No, I'm not going to say that. If we're talking about chocolate, all right. So now, now you're tasting it. Are you thinking of the word that I'm thinking of? Nope. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell you're thinking of. You don't think it's cacao? Oh, cacao. God, I love that word. <laughs> um, is But, I mean, it, it has that weird, like, blunt, chocolatey flavor. You know, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I'm still tasting a little bit of that smoked turkey breast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that would have cleared FYI, up. FYI, on break, uh, yeah, Mark's old man made a slammer turkey breast in the smoker. And man, that was amazing. I told so, you it can't be touched. No, it's, no it's, one can no. smoke and, a turkey. And I got a smoker like at my house, and I bow down, man. I don't know. It's it's That's it's all a, about the brine. Yeah, talk about tits. <laughs> tits on rice. 
<laughs> Sorry, I had a transition there. Uh, yeah, but I, <laughs> I'm still I'm still tasting a little bit of the breast, but um, yeah, I'm not getting chocolate. I don't know. I'm just not. Taste the breast. <laughs> You're not getting that like I'm just blunt, not. chocolatey taste. I, I don't know why, but in, in a few of their beers, I'm getting more fruity. I'm getting more fruit, of like a, huh? I'm getting a little bit like an undertone. It's it's. I'm telling you, that's why this beer is a paradox. It, it is like. I can't describe it. Yeah, I'm struggling for I'm struggling for words here. Like uh, I like that. I'm struggling for all right. So undertones. When I mean, it's, it's when you first take a sip, it's sweet. That's it. Yeah, but it goes away pretty quick, and it gets like like the alcohol kind of bites through a little bit. Yeah, and then it dries out like super, and it doesn't kind of linger. It I don't doesn't think. taste like uh, a ten and a half. It does actually linger a little bit. No, I. I don't know, but you know, bottom line, I, I've had some ten and a half beers, and uh, they're big beers. This is not taste like that big a beer. This beer is everything that it is not. Right there, you go. There you have it, folks. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense what what is happening in this. I know, right? This beer company is gonna be like, "What the hell are these two idiots talking about?" This company, other half, is gonna be like, "Wait a minute." Think about the name, Space Hallucinations. Yeah. It's it's tripping it's me out. It's just crazy. I can't, I can't put my it's finger just... on it. But again, I'm no professional. So I just like you know it. what I, I saw. Like I saw beer. an interesting uh, post on craft beer group the other day. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go off on a little bit of a craft beer tangent here. But it was something about. Um, <laughs> it was a picture of a like a guy who I don't know. I guess kind of looked like me. He had long hair and a beard. And he, it was like, he just drank a beer that he obviously did not like. He was wincing. And it said something about, like, this isn't a hazy lactose or something like that. Oh, isn't like the the hazy beers ruined, hazy IPAs ruined? Ruined craft, craft beer. beer. Yeah, I saw that. So, obviously, I felt personally attacked. <laughs> obviously. And, uh, I don't know. I didn't know what to think because obviously like a beer like this, I'm in love with. And this is about as progressive as craft beer can get, I would think. Oat cream, lactose. Yeah, this is like got all the boxes checked. I mean, almost, is it not even beer anymore? No, I would disagree I, with that. I think it is absolutely beer. It's, but it, So here's my it's thing. It's good beer. It's, this is just the evolution of beer. Yeah. But also, I think one of the things about craft beer is that this beer is probably like 600 calories. Yeah, maybe. Don't you think? Like, it's got to be. I it's mean, just rich. looking at it. Just looking at it alone. It's got to be heavy. But, but also, <clears throat> back, back to, the, the, to the beer talk. I feel like I could drink pretty much any beer. But I mean... How can you say something like this isn't just really delicious? It's like really good. You know, if if I never had it, I wouldn't miss it. And now, no, that makes that's a stupid statement. No, but I, now no, that I've I, had I know, it, I know. Imagine if you never had a beer in your entire life, and then this is the first one you ever had. How would that change your perception of beer? Yeah, no, good point. Good point. Just, it might scare me a little bit because this is pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting take. For sure. It's not your standard. I mean, we've had a few IPAs where they're, you know, you can see the can right through the glass. Yeah. Um, there's other beers where they're a little on the hazy side, 
you know, the the New England style, that type of stuff. And this is something that Hop is, is on a new level. Hop Slam is super clear. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's it's, a, one of it's the, a great beer. Absolutely. And, and that's a heavy beer too. That's a yep. 10 plus that's a big one. ABV. <clears throat> as far as this here, I mean, man, it's a it's honestly if you're if you guys have ever had Hop Slam and you you're familiar with that, this is the opposite end of the spectrum, I would say. So that that's like Hop Slam. The beeriest beer. The beeriest beer, and this is probably like the uh I don't know. I say non-beeriest beer because that's not that's not accurate. It's just but it's it's very <laughs> hazy. It's uh, got a very I've I've heard some terms good lately. Texture. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> they really <laughs> they just made me laugh. They they call like really hazy like opaque beers like this. It's it's a flock boy. A what? A flock boy. F L O C C B O I. A flock boy. I don't even know what the hell that means. So I understand that term because of water treatment. It's like flocculation. Like uh, I'm still lost. You're creating like a separation of <laughs> like, so you bring water in and it's dirty and yeah. you create this separation of charges and it pulls out all the impurities and okay. it creates a flock. And all the right. flock is what, you know, as the water filters down through the, through the media, the flock gets caught in the media. Okay. And there it is. That's your flock. Okay. <laughs> This is so turbid and hazy. It's a flock boy. It's flogging awesome. <laughs> it's flogging awesome. <laughs> it's a flock give boy. you that. Okay, all right. You know what? That's a pretty good uh, little piece of information, man. Yeah, man. I'm flock telling boy, you. Flock boy beer. Oh, man. See, I, I, I'm already, like, scarred. I went and saw the Rocket Man movie today. So. Mm. <laughs> Talk about I'm a flock boy, I'm already scarred huh? from that. So, uh, yeah. No, this is a... Uh, Impressive beer, man. Thank you very much for sharing this because no this is an interesting uh, See now, persuasion. All right. So here we go. Halfway through. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting the warm-up. Yep. Wheat. Very weedy. I would go with that. Yeah, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. It's crazy, but it does, and that's all right. That's so, the crazy can, thing about these some of these beers, man, they warm up a little oh, bit. Oh, the warm up is a, the dynamic. Is a trip, man. Yeah, one of the craziest ones recently was that uh, the Walton Paul pack, the Lake Hayes Down Under. That warm up is nuts. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you get halfway that... through that, and I start tasting like peanut butter and like roasted like peanuts, and I don't know. And that's something that I think is is, is overlooked. A lot when you're talking about craft beers and stuff like that, the dynamic changes drastically when the temper temperature of the beer changes. Yes, and yeah, I for think sure. that's a, for sure a pretty cool factor uh, when you're talking about craft beers. I mean, listen, if I'm sitting around a party and I'm drinking like a, a MGD, yeah. if it gets warm, it just gets warm. It just, just gets bad. It just yeah, that's it. It's just like okay, you got to drink that quick. Because All of a sudden here, there's warmer. like essences and flavors and, and like that's different it things. it changes the dynamic so to, to to for someone to get all off on a tangent and be like hey listen it's just ruining craft beer maybe for you you know Here, here's what i compare this to i know there's so many people who are like oh just get your bush and get it over with like you know people <laughs> are that. just like this is be- <laughs> yeah every dude ever i mean nothing so there are people who are just like you know stuck in their ways well, here's the thing. Have you ever had something as far as 
stake goes, that was out of your wheelhouse a little bit, past the S&P. Did you, get, did you ever get a little rosemary butter? Oh, man, a little steak Diane, a little steak au poivre. All of a sudden, like, it's like, whoa. It's elevated. There's something there. Yeah. Venture outside of your, your comfort zone because, I mean, we are two dudes who love flavors. Oh, my God, I mean, that's, that's yeah. kind of like our thing. Like, you venture outside of just, like, a, a steak with salt and pepper, which is... Nothing wrong with it. No, totally legit. But all of a sudden, like, we've been obsessed with rosemary lately. Like, oh, I know. On everything. I, I was literally had my face in a rosemary plant today. It's like, so good. Yeah, I was like, oh, I need to get some of these. Yeah. Yeah, rosemary is the bomb. Maybe. It's it's a great spice. I mean, sage and, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing is, they're all earthy. They're all earthy spices. They're all earthy Rose, flavors rosemary, and smells. And, rosemary is super piney, I think. Like, it is. There's, it there's is. something about it. Like, we've been buying, like, rack of lamb, like, every like, mm, couple weeks. Can't and beat rosemary with that, man. You can't. It's and, like the condiment, if you will. So, I mean, it just gets you into that flavor debate. Of like, do you want to taste the meat for the meat, or do you want to disguise it with other things? I guess that depends on your audience, man. I don't know, but I mean the same thing goes for beers. Once you start trying these other beers, I guarantee I could take anybody from like a straight bush drinker to a craft beer in like two minutes. Sure. I guarantee with like two beers, guaranteed. You give somebody like a, a like a two hard. Like a bell is too hard. Yeah, yeah. Amazing IPA. Nice and like earthy and dry and just like crisp. When it's real cold, delicious. I don't I don't even know if we ever had that on the we podcast. Haven't. As a matter of fact, that's the one with the trout on the front. Yeah, have you yeah. had it? I have, yeah. I've yeah. never had it here on the podcast. Though. But it's an amazing beer. Absolutely. I'm a big fan. That's how you transition anyone into craft beer. Too hard. So yeah. you have that and then you give them like a stone that's like a little bit out of the way. You know, something like a, like a ruination that has a sure. little bit of citrus in it. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden they're... Like a drink by or something like that. One of those crazy uh, off-the-wall ones. I mean, that was my transition into... Sure. <laughs> Listen, I tell you... Into you know, transitioning. You got to ease up on that transition statement, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I used that term earlier in the day, but I'm not going to get into it because it, it can be a little slightly offensive, I guess, depending mm-hmm. on the audience. Um, hey, man. But to each their own. Indeed. Look, look at this can but, that we're drinking on right now. I know, right? It's all flowery and pastel-y and whatnot. I feel uh, like I'm playing Mario Kart I know, or something. Right? Well, I have a good friend of mine. His name is Matt Anderson, Chef Matt Anderson. He, the guy is classically trained. I mean, he taught culinary classes. The guy is yeah. an amazing chef. <clears throat> and he's an old friend of mine. And I have been friends with him before he was a chef. And uh, we go way back and, and, and we're both kind of, I hate to use the term foodies because it sounds kind of lame anymore. You know, it, you know what? But I, I don't care. It's I not. Mean, it, it, it's just we're both big food guys. I mean, obviously he makes his living, you know, cooking food, good food. Um, I mean, we're big fans of uh, Chef Hunsinger. Yeah. I mean, uh, down here in Dallas, uh, you know, at the Beaumont Inn. I mean, we, so we're, we're big fans of the culinary arts, if you will. And uh, he knocked out a steak Diane for me a couple of years ago that blew my mind. And it just took it to a new level. I mean, that, it's different. Th- that's it. It's like you can have 
your regular old ribeye with some good marbling, whatever you throw it on the grill, a little salt, pepper, maybe a little, you know, Montreal on there, whatever, yeah. whatever your preferences are, and it's a and it's a good meal. But when you start getting into these sauces and these oh yeah techniques, it's a new world, and that's how I feel. A lot of these craft beers kind of come along, man. You know, it's like you have your your Budweisers, your MGDs. Don't get me wrong, I right. I'm a big fan. I dude, I can knock back a Budweiser. You know, if I'm at a I'm good with picnic that. or whatever, or a Miller or a Miller Light, I have no problem with that. I mean, the Bush, we had the Bush that, that time here on, here on the on the podcast. I mean, it's fine. Just give me a beer. That's it. Just <laughs> let me hang out, relax. Yeah. Play a little uh, I literally, cornhole and and knock back a few brews. But when you start elevating, like you take a steak from salt and pepper on the grill to a steak Diane or yeah. a, an au poivre with with the brain steak where you're searing steak. it and then you're basting yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's it's and you throw like a a garlic rosemary butter based. I mean, look, that's legit stuff. You know what I mean? That's next level. I mean, I, and I, I think that's where this beer kind of falls in. I so that, for my lack yeah. of analogies my lack of adverbs my lack of adjectives to describe how this beer tastes i think the to take it to that next level i think that's a pretty appropriate way to describe how uh how this beer is going down because this is pretty good stuff man true as heavy as it is at oh, a 10.4 yeah. is it 10 and a half yeah, 10 10 and a half yeah. 10 and a half i mean you know it doesn't taste that way so buyer beware because that'll yeah. sneak up on you right quick. I mean, also, I don't know if anyone will, will ever have this again. I, I don't know what other have to. They release cans every Saturday. And, well, but I think that the thing that we enjoy about it is, like, trying to figure it out. Yeah. It's like if you've gone out to your favorite restaurant and had something that you really enjoyed, and then you went and tried to recreate it. Yeah, like what is the flavor I'm picking up in this sauce? Yeah. Like yep. what is the what's the like seasoning the first, here? The first time I ever had au paw, I was like I was like what my my world right. was turned upside down. Yeah. And then I realized like, oh okay, it's pretty easy to do. But it's like the same thing. It's like I ha- I need to figure this out. I I need to do a piece of venison in this in this way. Right? But it's like the same thing with beer. It's like you start tasting it and you're just like what is this flavor? And right. what is this flavor? I don't know. It just kind of opens opens up your mind a little bit to Absolutely. different flavors. So to, to say that something like this kind of ruins craft beer, I think, is a lot oh, of... Oh, that's uh, craziness. It's blasphemy. I mean, this, this if anything, this elevates craft beer. You know what I mean? In, in yeah. my opinion, honestly. I mean, look, 20 minutes ago, we were upstairs eating turkey, and the first thing I said was, what the hell did he put on this as a, you know, as a rub? Exactly. You know, I'm like, yeah. this, this, this turkey is amazing. What did he use as a rub? And yeah. so uh, my gears already started turning one bite in, you know what I mean? So for some people, they don't care and that's fine. You don't have to care. But for those who do, yeah, this is a beer that's <laughs> just marinade boy. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a flock boy. Come on, man. Hey, listen, <laughs> I am now. <laughs> Anyone who drinks this beer and tells me that it's no good. Uh Smack in the mouth. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't actually know how no, to finish hey, that look, statement. Maybe not, but not a flock, anyway. not a flock boy. Hey, listen, call me that. I'm gonna, that's another uh, T-shirt coming on the pipeline. <laughs> flock boy. Flock. I'm telling you, it's hashtag funny. flock boy. I almost had it for tonight. I, no, I'm not even gonna get into it. I'll tell you afterwards. We turn into goose hunters. We got something here. We're flock boys. I'll tell you what. I got some duck decoys just sitting in my storage space just waiting to get thrown into some water 
And uh, we've got a mutual friend who's got a dog. He's been training to go after said ducks. I I think the dog could fly now. I thought I saw that Possibly. the other day. Dog was flying around through the air. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible. Yeah. Uh, These dudes are pretty legit. They take their dogs, their duck dogs pretty seriously. You know, I had a friend of mine uh, who I've mentioned on the podcast before, but I will not mention by name. Um, but you know, he's the guy that got kicked in the nuts, but the, uh, the goat flock boy. Yeah. A bit of a flock boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've done a whole lot of waterfowl hunting together and, uh, it's an interesting endeavor. Let me tell you to get, he, he took his dog seriously to the fact, to the point where he insulted my dog, where it was going to come to fisticuffs, man. What a bitch. Like, I'm telling you, I've been friends with this guy a long time, and it was going to come down to some blows because his dog was legit. He had a really good dog. She just fight your dogs. Well, the problem was. Yeah. Don't fight dogs. <laughs> Easy there, Michael Vick. Uh, yeah. Don't fight dogs. It was just a joke. Well, Jeez. my dog turned out to be an absolutely despicable duck dog. I bought my dog, my lab, to hunt ducks, and he was horrible. But. Duck I didn't boy. know much about how to pick a dog, and uh, but he turned out to be one of the best pheasant dogs I've ever seen in my life. He was absolutely stunning in a pheasant field. Flush boy. Oh my God, flush boy in, a, in times ten. Nice. I mean, he never went further than fifteen twenty yards from me. The first time I took him out hunting for pheasants, because I got I was all hung up on it. I'm like, what am I going to do with this dog? I bought this dog to hunt ducks because I was a big duck hunter. But yeah. I, I mean, back in the day, I hunted everything. I didn't have wife. I didn't have kids. I had time. You know what I mean? So I hunted everything. Yeah. My buddy and I, we lived together. We were roommates. We lived on wild game. That's what, I mean, you talked Amazing. about that in the past. Yeah. That's what we ate all the time. Yeah. So uh, whether it be dove or duck or goose or deer, you name it, turkey, we ate it all year round. That's what we ate. Um, we, we filtered in some other stuff cause you have to, um, you know, like nowadays. Taco Bell. right. Some Taco Bell in here and there. Uh, but you know, the, uh, I, I got this dog to, to hunt ducks and I took him out duck hunting. I trained him. I hard, I went hard with him. I mean, scent training, hand signals, the whole deal. And uh, I took him duck hunting and you know, this son of a gun, all he wanted to do was jump in the water Swim. and bring back the freaking decoys. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? So my buddy was like pissed. He's like, bro, that's, that's got to be a, a common issue to break a like a duck dog of. Well, you know, I mean, obviously at the time there was probably like no like Wikipedia. Like not really. Google. There was no social media yeah. to figure it out. I went off books, you know, that kind of stuff. So books? I read a couple books on it. Books are a thing with like paper in between two thicker pieces of paper. It's amazing. You and then you, should, you should look what do you have it. to do? Like read it? Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's an amazing thing. Oh. Um, yeah, back in the Dizay. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I, I figured out how to scent train and hand signal train. I mean, this dog knew four different hand signals. Like, brilliant dog. I still have him. He's 15 years old right now. Um, oh, this is Skeet. This is Skeet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Skeet was a world champion. Uh, jumping dog i don't know if you've ever seen where they stand at the end of the dock and they throw the thing the dog jumps off the dock and they measure how far they can jump he's you ever a world champion world champion was skeet now not my dog skeet but oh. i named him after the world champion oh so gotcha. there was a dog huh. named skeet i was like was, yeah i know right that would have like, blew your I was mind like, right holy. i was like by the way we've never <laughs> talked about this like world champion you have a world champion jumping dog yeah so back in the day um espn used to do 
these little segments where they would do right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, the I world champion was that. named Skeet. So I named my dog after the world champion. So my dog's name is Skeet, and uh, <clears throat> he was just a horrible duck dog. <laughs> so I started freaking out. I'm like, what am I gonna do? I have this dog that I bought to hunt ducks with, and he's terrible. All he wants to do is sit there and whine and cry because he wants to go in the water. Yeah. So a friend of mine, another guy I used to hunt with, he's like, you ever try and take him out for pheasants? Like try and run him in a field? I'm like, mm. you know what? I never thought of that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take him out one day. So there was a place up by Walpole Pack, right up from the brewery. Yeah. Um, There's some state game lands up there. And they used to stock pheasants pretty heavily up there. So I took him up one day. I'm like, I'm just going to go by myself. I'm going to take him up and just see how he does. You know, he flushed and I shot five birds, my limit, the first time I ever took him out. Wow. I was blown away. I'm That's like, crazy. I can't believe it. Like, I heard cockbirds cackling up ahead of me. And I never shot a cockbird with him. I always shot hens. But nonetheless, first day, I shot five hens. That was my limit. That's I'm crazy. Like, I limited out. First time I ever took him out in the field. And I'll tell you, that dog would run until he was raw. I mean, bloody nose, bloody paws. He did not care. I had to reel him in. I had to cut him off. Yeah. Because he was just that adamant. You're cut off. Once he got the scent of a bird, forget it. He's going to flush that bird. So it was one of those accidental, amazing things. You know what I mean? Uh, now the poor bastard can barely get up on the couch. He's there, I mean? though. He's, he's still, still there. I mean, That's he's crazy. still hanging in. He still hangs out with the kids. He still hangs out with me, follows me around the house. He's, he's a good dog. So uh, it's, he's, he's on the downwards slide right now. But nonetheless, I mean, you know, I bought him as a duck dog, and he turned out to be one of the best pheasant dogs ever. Crazy, behind. man. He did his thing. He, he, he served his purpose. He lived his life. Oh, wow. yeah. I mean, it's funny. It got to the point where he was probably about eight, nine years old. Right. And I took him out, and I took him with a friend of mine, my buddy Damien, that I hunt with pretty frequently. And uh, we went out, and <laughs> I'm walking up the same path we always went up. And uh, the dog's walking behind me. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Eventually, he was like, it's your turn, boy. You flush him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so going to yeah, watch. I'm so done. that was when I knew he's done. Getting he's old. not going to flush birds no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he became a family couch dog after that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, he, I mean, he was catching Frisbees out of the air up until 13 years old. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive for a lab. But uh, now he's not chasing frisbees anymore. I'll throw the frisbee. He'll go and find it and stand there and bark until I come get it myself. Yeah. But Get over know, here and throw it. That's it. Get back over. I found it. Here it is. Come get it. But uh, nonetheless, yeah. Yeah, he's a good dog. So, yeah, we got to get into some duck hunting, though, man. It's a, it's an absolute We have friends, pleasure. man. We have friends. And, you know, I think I need to invest in a decent shotgun. Well, you know what? You don't need to. I run my 870, my Remington 870, pump action, nothing special, nothing fancy. My you, turkey boy? Yeah, I run absolutely. Mine? Well, you've got the same gun I've got. Yeah. It's just made by a different company. Yeah. I mean, you've got an 835 Ultimag. It's the same gun that I've got. It's just Mossberg makes yours, Remington makes mine. You can kill ducks all day long with that gun. Mm. I tell you what, it doesn't matter the cost of the gun. Mossboy. Yeah, there you go. It's the... It's the uh, uh, the uh, attenuity, is that a word, of the shooter? I don't think so. Probably not. It is now. Could be. I don't know. But what is uh, the gun that my dad always let me use when we were rabbit hunting? Remington model. Was it semi-automatic or? Semi. Uh, probably 1100 12? or 1100. 1100. 1100. 
I was going to say 1,200. I don't think there's such a thing. It's 12 gauge though. So that's exactly. confusion. Exactly. <laughs> 1,200. But uh, dude, I'm telling you, anyone who's been listening to the podcast for a while understands that I am not a gunman <laughs> by any stretch. That's my gig. I can shoot them. Hell yeah. Give me one. That's all. It's all you need, man. Doesn't Give me matter. one right now. Oh, I'm just kidding. You don't got to know a bunch about it as long as you can hit yeah. a bird. Yeah. I mean, I know how to shoot them. Um, but yeah, the uh, 1100. It's a great gun. Shot yeah. my first turkey ever with an 1100. It's a beautiful gun too. Oh yeah. They're like, great. They're semi-automatic. I mean, they're, they're he has made all this, for... Like, like the one that my dad has, from what I remember, has all this etching. Yeah. Like, a lot of scroll work and, yeah, it's and engraving. Like beautiful. Oh yeah, they're. they're I really should get like a a good gun though. I could t- I could take the goose master out. Oh look out! You'll be a <laughs> I just, puff of feathers in the air. <laughs> I just don't understand how that is practical. Like if you're goose hunting with that giant barrel, like distance. Distance is key. That's what that gun was built for. Distance for like blowing them away at like seventy yards. Absolutely seventy a hundred yards. That's yep. <laughs> crazy. Yep, 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 yep. The old ten gauge. That's a great story. Your dad put that. You just reposted that he picture. He did that. Too long he did ago. that on purpose. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> just just because we were talking about the gun, I think. He's hey, like, I'm, I'm not gonna, surprised. I'm gonna take it out and then just first day just smoked a turkey. Yeah. The ten gauge. I'll tell you what. Anybody out there who has shot a ten gauge is sitting there right now, nodding their head, going, "Oh yeah, I know what that's all about." Yeah, man. Ten that gauge thing... will knock a filling out of your ass. Well. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a bolt. Yeah, it's a like, bolt action. It's got, it's got a clip and a bolt. Like it, it, it's like you're storming the beaches of like Normandy with like turkeys. I'm telling you, the turkeys are the enemy, man. They can be dangerous. <laughs> it's watch it's out, ridiculous. Man. I, it's us but or them. I'll never forget the time that gun misfired, man. <laughs> Click. You've mentioned that And before. it was just like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. If that turkey ever dropped... We probably would still be celebrating right now. <laughs> like it was just like beautiful, so picturesque. Just like I could see like the sun like glowing through that turkey's feathers. Yeah, and it was like click. It was unreal. That's that's something else, man. And, and, and you know what though? Even though it was a miss, it was a great memory. Yeah, I, sh- I should get get the iPad out and try to draw that because I could picture what it was like. But you'll never have it because I wasn't I wasn't filming anything. Well, that's it, and you know, and that's the benefit of now. I mean, you and I both film an awful lot. Um, you know, we've got I've got some footage I've been playing around with. Actually, I've been playing around with the uh, the footage of cooking that turkey. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Um, I haven't gotten anywhere with it yet. I've been super busy. But that, that and that's just the story of our lives, mm-hmm. both of us. As of late, we've both been pretty busy lately. But it'll come around. Well. We're trying to, we, it's, we, we it's, need to maintain our normal life and it's, this is it's, kind of like a secondary. It's it's good and bad because it, it's bad because if you don't stay on top of your social media, if you're doing something like this, it falls off a little bit. Right, right. But it's good because all of a sudden we're going to have a ton of content. Right. It's going to come quick like an avalanche. I'm telling you, you guys are going to be in trouble. But it'll be good. It'll be good. It will be. I mean, but again, so thank you all for sticking with us and yeah. being patient. Um, you know, Mark and I have, have agreed on on the whole quality over quantity uh, thing with these podcasts. I mean, we try to do two a month. 
Yeah. We try to shoot them out about that often. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, well, it's been three weeks. We've been busy. It is <laughs> yeah. what it is. You know what I mean? It happens. Uh, you know, this is all free for y'all. <laughs> we we're not collecting any revenue on any of this. No, so, you not, know, we got to make sure all. we pay our bills and then we get into this. So uh, we truly appreciate everybody who uh, listens. I mean, our last, not last one, the last one isn't out yet, but the one before that. Um, where we started talking about Sand County Almanac. I mean, we're going to get back into that shortly. We will. Um, but nonetheless, that... Once we find time to read. I know, right? That, that's been our big hiccup lately is 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 getting into it. Um, but, you know, that that did really well. I mean, yeah. that was probably the fastest growing podcast, as far as uh, SoundCloud is concerned, because it's easy for me to track that. Um, that grew the fastest, and it went bananas on SoundCloud. A SoundCloud Almanac. SoundCloud Almanac, look out. <laughs> but, I mean, it really uh, picked up on there. So I can't even imagine where it went uh, on iTunes. On, I don't know. Uh, I, iTunes uh, stat trackers. Questionable at best. Questionable, I guess. Um, I don't know. I just don't understand it. I also haven't right. looked in. But, we, I mean, we're on Stitcher. We're on a couple different platforms. Oh, yeah, we're on Stitcher now. We have. I haven't even announced that. I haven't put anything out oh, there. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no. Surprise. No, no, it's not It's not that. I just, I meant to. I was yeah. going to make that a post at some point, and obviously. Well, that's it. I mean, we're on a couple different, we're on four different podcast platforms, right? We're yeah, basically Spotify. Spotify. iTunes, iTunes. Stitcher, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, that's four. And then, of course, we have the presence on Facebook, which is a great way to follow because you get all of that through yeah. Facebook. And, and you, you know what I thought the other day? I could start posting them on Facebook if that's something people wanted. I, I, I don't see why anyone would do that, but. Well, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. I could I, mean, do I guess it. it just brings awareness. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, by the way, there's a new episode out. Oh, cool. You know, because I, honestly, I'm I'm part of this and I don't get a lot of notifications through SoundCloud when a new episode uh, The last out. two podcasts, I don't even think I posted that they were live. Right. Because I'm just a bad person. Well, shame on you, damn it. Yeah, but nonetheless, well, that 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 makes two of us. But we're we're trying to uh, elevate this a little bit more and 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 pay more attention to it. But it's it you know it it takes a little bit of time to do this. So um, stick with us, bear with us. It will be worth your while, no question. Especially those who are, um, I guess, demographically or geologically close to us. Yeah, um, there's some really cool stuff coming down the pipeline. So stay tuned. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot coming down the pipeline. So. Thank you all for uh, sticking with us on this whole process and listening to us banter. Hopefully you get some sort of semblance out of any of it, whether it's through the uh, the craft beer section of it, through the uh, opinion section of it, through the, uh, food the video section. section of it, the food section. I mean, we try to keep it pretty diverse uh, so We're we can there. appeal to a, a larger audience, if you will. Uh, for but, sure. Again, it always comes back around to the same thing, and, it, and it's what we feel strongly about, and it's what we love. Yeah. Well said, Jay. Hey, we'll take it. And with that, I think that was a really good summary. Yeah, I'll take it, man. This is a good episode. I'm enjoying it myself tonight, yeah. man. We had a really good conversation. We've had uh, lots of good topics to talk about. Uh, there's usually no shortage no. of things no. that come, come, mean, come down the pipeline. But uh, The thing that's blowing my mind is that we still have never had like a formal outline for a, an episode yet. <laughs> 
like no notes outline no, anything like that we usually just go into it and say i don't know well most like tonight a lot of nights happens like that where we just go uh i don't know this isn't working okay now it's working and what do you want to talk about i don't know let's, let's hit record let's hit record see what happens we'll see what happens yeah absolutely yeah and, and that, that seems to be working if it ain't broke don't fix it right yeah i mean we <laughs> i don't know i don't hey, think listen, it's not saying we're not going to do that because i mean you know there's going to be certain topics that requires it i mean we've had I, a I few tell you past what. where we've it warranted us yeah like doing cwd yeah like i had to dedicate time to that to understand what the hell was going on with it right but i mean for most things i mean you could pretty much just speak your opinion and that's what it is yeah and i tell you what if you disagree or have an opinion send me an email yeah let us know hit us up on facebook uh you know let us know what your thoughts are because again listen if you're like you're stupid we're not interested yeah if you're if you're like you're stupid because well hey man that's a new ball game right i'd rather hear why you disagree with me versus you just disagree with right. me. Right. And that and that and that goes for for everything. I mean, listen, the whole thing we, we kinda of touched on in the first half with the whole uh Pennsylvania Game Commission thing. If you got an opinion on that, let us know, man. We'd love to hear your side of it because that's one thing that we've been pretty staunch on is we're not a hundred percent set in our opinions. We may be pretty strongly set, but we've said it a hundred times before. If you want to come in and argue, bring it. You ready for like, this? You better be ready for it because uh, we're going to be pretty well versed in what we're talking about. So please. Hashtag. Change my mind. Hashtag haters welcome. <laughs> Bring it on. Just tell us. Absolutely. I don't know. Tell us something. Educate us. But with that, we will end episode 10. Season 2. Hey, episode 11. We'll see you. Coming down. Coming down.